podcasting from the world's most livable city, Melbourne. This is the Your Career Down Under Show, a podcast dedicated to help newly arrived skilled migrants and settled migrants with their career and employment issues. We interview recruiters, career coaches, HR experts and employers who share tips, techniques and insights to help you land a job quickly and rapidly advance your career. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Naishad Gadani coming to you from sunny Melbourne. Today is 132nd episode of Career Care Package. And today we are speaking about how to speak clearly in interviews or in personal interaction, especially if you come from a different part of the world and you have got what we call as an accent. As you can see, I have one. And we, uh, we have got some expert, like absolutely expert, to talk about how can you speak more clearly and probably also give some, give some tips around how to reduce that heavy Indian accent that I have. So we'll talk to you know, Esther uh, about that. She's a speech therapist uh, and she has uh, you know, a great program that one of my clients said that how it has benefited to her. So thank you, Manish for that uh, you know that thumbs up because we really okay. love that uh, and before we bring esther uh, to talk to us let's welcome caroline brown the co-host of the show thanks nation your mission should you choose to accept it is to sound like crocodile dundee at the end of this program <laughs> and everybody else watching it so i'm not promising <laughs> that <laughs> oh, okay no it's absolutely delightful to have you here today esther and um I think, you know, it's one of those things that it's a bit of a tricky, touchy subject with some people, but the idea really is how to just um, be better understood, I think, for most people. Yeah. We're not promising to turn anyone into anything that they're not. But um, so hopefully we'll, we'll go through some great tips today to help people be understood on telephone interviews, Zoom interviews, face-to-face -face interviews and that kind of thing. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. So I guess a great place to start is for you to give, um, you know, the audience a background into the work that you do to support people because you're both a speech therapist and you've got the Speak More Clearly training program. So perhaps, yeah, give people a rundown of what that involves. Sure, great. Um, I'm, I'm a speech and language therapist originally and um, I see adults and children, but the adults I work with, a while ago, there were a whole lot of people that came to me and said, look, we're having trouble when we go for a job, when we're on the phone, we feel that it's holding us back from being promoted, even to that degree. Mm. Um, and, there, and, and there were others, and I can totally understand this, they were sick to death of repeating themselves. <laughs> you know? So what I did was we started a few groups, like in the clinic, and I'm in Sydney, but it doesn't matter. I work with people all over the world via Skype and Zoom and that. Um, and then we got more and more people. So we decided to make it easier for people and, and more accessible. I, I, we put together some courses. So I created um, speakmoreclearly.com online accent reduction courses. So we have an Australian accent course, an American accent course, and a British accent course. But a lot of people don't actually want to have a full-on Australian accent or full-on American accent, etc. That what they really want is to be clearer, mm. just so they can get ahead. Mm. And it's very frustrating, even though I know in Australia, you know, there are more than four hundred background languages spoken in Australia. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I know it's a real lot, but I think. You know, in Asia and Europe, people are used to speaking two and three languages. Mm. And and so people are used to everyone having an accent or fiddling around or whatever with their speech. But here somehow we're still, you know, so, so it's really tricky for people because they get into an interview. In fact, I've had quite a few people say to me when they've come to me, 
Look, I went for an interview and they said I had really, really great skills. I fitted what they wanted perfectly, but they actually said they weren't going to give me... They were actually told this by the interview panel that we, we can't give you the job because your communication skills and your clarity won't work for this company mm. so yeah. it's really frustrating for people you know yeah yeah so that's why i put these online courses together yeah so people could actually go i mean i also have o- online coaching if people want more individual um help and coaching but mm. the courses are self-contained you can go through and work through all the video training audio training all the tons of stuff in there um mm. And at least make yourself clearer, mm. you know, so yeah. that you have better opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was the main yeah. thing. Yeah. And I love working with adults because it's it's really cool. <laughs> they're, they're very <laughs> motivated, and they, you know, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I guess if it's one thing that's getting in your way of yeah. of getting where you want to go, then why not do some simple things that can can fix yeah. it? So. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of the things, I mean, I know this is one of those basic sounding questions, but I think it's worthwhile covering. Mm. Um, How do you know, because not all all of us are blessed with a great level of self-awareness, so how do you know (laughs) that's getting in your way? Because I think if you asked everyone, they'd go, yeah, I've got communication skills, I've got them ticked off, Um, but how do you know if that's the thing that's getting in your way of, you know, succeeding in a job interview or a phone interview? Yeah. And I think some people are very unaware. There was a, a gentleman that came actually from the subcontinent and he, I'll, I'll answer the question in a second, but this is related. He, he got, the, the, the whole family got on the plane. They were immigrating to Australia, migrating to Australia. And as soon as he heard the um, Qantas, uh, what do you call it? Um, Announcements? No, no, the person that brings you tea and coffee, the, uh, oh, the, the, the steward, stewardess, yeah. sorry, went out of my head. Um, speaking, he realised that he didn't speak like that. He yeah. wasn't able to be understood and yet he grew up with English, but yeah. it's a different sort of English. Yeah. You know, it's a bit of a shock, but he, he got that. But there are a lot of people who don't realise and yep. the thing, the big giveaway is if you're continually asked to repeat yourself <laughs> in the space of even one conversation, not if once a week. Okay, once a week it's different, you know. But in the space of a conversation, one of the big giveaways for people so they can be aware that people is if in the space of a conversation four or five times you're being, uh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, what was that? Mm. And then another thing to notice is people will look at you like quizzically. They'll sort of go, like this, like I'm trying to understand, I can't get it. That's a non-verbal cue, you know, mm. if you see what I mean. And then there's a third thing that sometimes unfortunately happens for people and that is the person they're speaking to can't understand them but they're sick of saying, look, I'm really sorry I didn't get that, could you repeat yourself? So they just nod and smile as if they're understanding and there's no conversation going backwards and forwards because they really don't understand. Mm. But they don't want to be rude to the person to keep asking them, "Are you? You know, I can't understand you. So there's some of the sort of verbal and non-verbal cues. Yeah. It's a funny thing because I think as a society we're looking like we're, like, I don't think we're great listeners anyway. No, <laughs> good at looking like we listen. So, you know that. <laughs> yeah, that's conversation. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But just on that topic too, I don't think people realise they go through they learn English, right? Yeah. And and they're pretty good at English, but they it's really they don't realise how important. They go, oh, it doesn't matter about pronunciation. It's important just for me to learn English. And then mm. when they get into the work situation, they don't realise how important it is to actually be understood as well. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I agree with you. I can narrate probably, you know, 100 stories, my personal stories of getting stuck right. onto that. And I can remember, uh, you know, one of them where 
I it was I think the first year that I came here in 2007 we didn't have the luxury of Apple yes. iPhones and the maps and everything else so we would rely on probably on a mailway or or a Google Maps but I would draw the Google Maps where do I have to go and I remember one interview that I had in Docklands and I took the tra tram got off the Docklands station and I'm looking around where to go for the interview and here is a the receptionist telling me where to right. go and i just could not bloody understand a word that was coming oh, out and and i just got I, I, one is that i'm i'm literally trying to get to the interview on time which was already late and okay. secondly is I, i studied english uh, you know i speak very clearly i could not even understand anything that she said and when i gave it to a couple of people who were just walking by even they said hey don't even know where this and they would ask me where do i have to go and i would tell them the street name and they said i don't think so there is any street name like that here yeah. right, right. say hang on you know you know where am i it took one hour for us to figure <gasps> out that, that that building that she was talking about was just 200 meters away from where i was but we just could not figure out right now there's a one of the instances that i have and yeah. obviously my name people ask my name 10 times even though i speak very clearly what my name is <laughs> and the first day of my first job first day of my first job and my boss says hmm i think we got to do something about your name oh, no. and i knew and i knew and i was ready for it i said yep call me nick so fantastic from today you'll be known as nick so a lot of people in in my professional fraternity also know me as nick but you know a lot of lot of our listeners so i just wanted to give a shout out to priyanka dwani welcome amit welcome kapil is saying that i have seen excellent learning videos from esther and so good to see her live today that's really great azar welcome and also we've got uh, you know tara all the way from france uh, good morning tara and punam uh, so we will take the questions um, you know nasir from you as well but you know tell us a you know bit about because you know what i understand you know that uh, i was taught to speak very clearly but if you if you tell me in my own language i i don't speak as clearly because oh. it's, uh, it's something that i've learned over a period yeah. of time and then i i kind of adapt to what the how the other people understand but when it comes to english i don't have anything else to say I've, i speak very clearly tell yeah. us about what challenges because we got a lot of people like me come from subcontinent we got some some i don't know uh, what can we do to address that but tell yeah. us uh, you know tell us a little bit about that yeah so one of the things that you have done in english is you have slowed i i don't know which indian language is your background language but the indian languages are very quick mm. it's the rhythm of indian languages is much quicker than english and so you beautifully <laughs> have slowed down your speech so that you can make all the vowels and all of the consonants clearly and so that is thank you very much that's so great <laughs> but that's one of the things i was going to talk about because the indian languages are so quick that people speak like this very quickly and nobody understands them because they speak so quickly and it's the rhythm of the background languages which is fair enough but that's one of the things so slowing down making the vowels long enough yeah so for instance a couple of the vowels that typically uh tricky uh it and e so somebody might say keep going keep going instead of keep going yeah so the e has to be longer which if you make your vowels longer you actually slow down because you've got to take the time to make it a bit longer yeah or for instance in english there are and there are vowels that are made of two vowels together and whoops wrong way two vowels together and three vowels together um so a for instance is made with an e at the end of the two sounds so what sometimes i hear, hear people saying is et et cups instead of eight cups yeah or for o they might say go home go instead of go which has two parts to it yeah so paying attention to the longer vowels because a lot of the indian background languages have less vowels and they're not as long as the 
English ones and they're not two vowels together most of the time anyway the other thing is the V and the W so in English V and W are two separate sounds they don't meld together like they do in a lot of the background Indian languages and the French person also needs to watch out for that um, but um, so uh, is V for Victor is definitely teeth on bottom lip that's it you have to feel that otherwise you're not making a V and make the noise in your throat you have to put your lips right forward not halfway not a yeah so they're two really great tips for background language speakers the other thing is as I said before the rhythm of English and the Indian background languages is very different so Indian background languages are stress timed every syllable is said more or less even the vowels are more or less even okay this not always but and every vowel is pronounced yeah so the rhythm is in English it's da 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 and how the English rhythm is spoken to is by noticing so this is another really good tip for people which syllable is stressed the vowel is said clearly i'll give you an example in a minute and which is de-stressed so in english there are about there are syllables that are de-stressed the vowel gets shortened and squashed and becomes like you got kicked in the stomach yeah so for instance one word is so some people, if you get the stress wrong, people won't understand what you're trying to say in a word of more than one syllable. So instead of saying component, component, it's component. The po is stressed, not the com, yeah? But it makes a big difference to the um, comprehension of what you're trying to say. Another uh, one that typically gets said is career career i have a career and it's like what but it's career the rear is the long part and the is the short part yeah so paying attention so this is about actively listening a lot of people don't realize they think they're saying it fine but no listen to the people around you listen to how they're pronouncing which one do they make syllable do they make long which one do they shorten and squish so there's some of uh, some of the things i mean there are more but if people worked on those they would make a difference yeah so can i share a quick can i can i, can I just share a quick uh, recent story yeah, kb uh you know and now I, i've start i've started to make fun of this as well because otherwise it gets yes. deeper into into myself you know I, I i called up someone uh to do a reference check and she said, oh, no, 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 we, we are not looking for anything. And I, I immediately recollect that I think she 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 thinks that I'm here to sell something. And I said, look, I'm not calling from an Indian call center. Okay, so can you relax? And she said, oh, God, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I said, no, 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 that's fine. I, I do understand. I do understand that. But I, 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 I'm now kind of making... <laughs> you know uh, making it easier for me because otherwise i i think it sometimes does get into into the scheme uh, yes. that when people um uh, i i've seen my son's friend uh you know when he was i think in grade three or four his friend was making fun of him uh of his mm. indian dialect and i could sense it he did not for him it was fun and i did not mind that as well but when he grew up i said do you know your friend he was actually making a fun of you. He was repeating that the way you used to say that. Mm. But it, it and I, I understand that there is a responsibility that we also need to, you know, need to have to be able to learn and acquire those those things as well. But KB, please go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, but, yeah, reflecting on what you're saying there, Nation. Some sometimes it's, you know, it's kind of making it easier for the other person, isn't it, to help you. Like ease the situation and we're so judgmental also about how people sound oh. so even australian yeah. accents british accents have a class system around that you're instantly yeah. judged and you know the context of being the taxi driver or the call center worker and, and that kind of thing so but i was just going to say like in terms of 
you know, a first few sort of key things that people could do, um, apart from obviously buying your wonderful courses, would be is it around really listening to, to how people are pronouncing things, like really tuning into that? Yeah. I, I think be, because a lot of people aren't aware of just that element of syllables and which one has to be long and which one has to be the elastic band has to be short, yeah? Mm. Um, and And... It doesn't matter where you come from because a lot of background languages are stress time, not syllable time, like, sorry, are syllable time, not stress time, like English. Yeah. So a lot of people, doesn't matter where they come from in the world, have this. Uh, you know, English is a bugger, basically, <laughs> because it's a really difficult language, yeah. you know? It is a very difficult language and we're all on our high horse about it, but it is a difficult language, you know. Um, so yeah. so but, that active listening, because people don't realise, they say, oh, yes, I'm saying that, but they actually have to listen to every single piece of the word. So that's a really good tip to um, improve clarity. So, for instance, um, you know, which is long, which is short, and which is emphasised, which is even eaten up. So often because, and this is why English is a bugger, because let's take the word comfortable. So there's a F-O-R in the middle, but we don't say it. Mm -hmm. The O-R we don't say. Mm -hmm. But and, and it doesn't matter where you come from. Everybody does the same because most other languages are phonetic to writing, whereas English seems like it's almost every word but it's 20 percent what you say is not what you see and what you see is not what you say okay mm. so so comfortable because there's a four there people go comfortable mm -hmm. yeah they don't so active listening means is that person saying comfortable then are they saying are you comfortable Mm. Active listening means think of, listen to how they're saying it. No, they're not saying that. They're doing something else. What are they doing? Comfortable. The mm. or just gets left out. Mm. Yeah. So that's just an example of the active listening. What, what are you really hearing? See if you can really mimic it. You know when we're children and we listen to an American accent on TV, for instance, if we're not American, let's say, right, and, and we mimic, oh, I can't do that you know, or whatever it is, you know, we, we do it for fun. Or we might mimic our parent or we might mimic whoever. But it's it's literally mimicking and listening and mimicking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's English one of the harder languages to, to pick up in terms of the pronunciation and intonation. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, there are languages with eight tones in them. For us, that's <laughs> really hard, okay? Yeah. Um, can't even hear the difference between most of them, you know. And, and that's the whole thing about language listening. When you're young, you hear all of the sounds and you play with all of the sounds. And then you hear whatever the languages your parents or whoever, one, two, however many languages, and you don't, you block out, you don't bother to listen for those other sounds anymore. And mm. then you have trouble listening for them later. You can do it, you just have to practice and pay attention. Yeah. Absolutely. We got a question from Nasir. Yes. Uh, Nasir says he has an interview with local council for a customer service role. Congratulations, Nasir, because you successfully, yes. you know, at least, you know, move to yes. the next step. You know, congratulations. Are there any recommendations from him? And uh, I briefly know Nasir, he comes from a refugee background. What are your, uh, you know, thoughts on that? Because I, I think that's a very pertinent yes. question because, you know, A is that, you know, because I, I work with a lot of migrants and in my current role with uh, Center for Multicultural Youth, we do have people come from refugee background. And even though they sound very confident, but they are also conscious that by, by letting that out, people will straight away start to judge them. So there is there might be two elements. One is that they accepting their language and then how they can clearly commute. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So my thoughts are, we do immediately judge when we hear an accent on the phone, okay? But if you're on the phone and you have an accent, my suggestion is, first of all, slow down quite a bit, okay? So you, we're all aware of people that answer the phone, even Australians, and they go, oh, I don't know, speak my I'm here. 
<laughs> and you don't even know if you've arrived at the right place. You know? <laughs> they go, is this speakforclearly.com? And they go, yes. Like, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Immediately, it puts people off. So, for yeah. your uh, sorry, what was your person's name? Okay. Nasir. Nasir. So, yeah. Nasir, um, what I would do would be to practice whatever it is you have to say on the phone to the as a customer service person, and I would practice it over and over. And another tip is to open your mouth a lot when you're on the phone. They can't see you. It doesn't matter, but because they can't see you. There are no visual cues that they have to interpret what you're saying. So what I would suggest is get writing out what you have to say most of the time. I know sometimes it's you don't know everything you have to say. Stand in front of a mirror, practice it over and over and overdo your mouth movements. Because most other languages don't have to move the mouth as much as English. So if you're going to say, um, food i don't know let's use that as a word it's not food food it's food you gotta <laughs> you gotta put you gotta do the movements yeah so practice over and over what you typically have to say to the customers slow down and the trick with slowing down in an interview it's hard because we're nervous and we always speed up in when we're nervous so that again for someone on an interview i would practice in front of a mirror you know what you're going to have to say. You know this, the area that you're being interviewed in. You know the, the words that you have to use. But for um, a customer service position, the first thing is, hi, this is Manush. I, you know, you have reached, I don't know, Randwick Council, whatever it is. And But really slow down. Now, you, people think if I slow down, I sound stupid. No. If you slow down, first of all, you get over that initial, oh, my God, who am I speaking to? Are they going to understand me? All right? And, and am I going to understand them? Um, so you get over that because you've shown them that even though you have an accent, you can be very clear. Therefore, I have confidence as the person ringing you up that you're going to understand me and I'm going to understand you. That's one trick that I would really, yeah. What about um, actually, uh, I know a lot of salespeople do this, is standing up. Like what, what happens to your voice when you stand up and you're, you're you know, doing the yeah. telephone interview? Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's really good because it gives you, you have to be more focused and you also have to stand better so you can support yourself and be clearer. Mm. And one of the other tricks is that I found out about if you stand up before you're doing your interview and you stand in the Superman pose, sorry, my oh, legs yes. are apart, my, yeah, 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 you know, this Superman pose. Apparently, they've actually tested that biomedically and it raises your testosterone if you stand mm. like that, apparently. But what it does is it gives you more confidence. Mm. So even if you stand like that for half a minute before you get onto the phone for the interview, you're feeling more scented, you're feeling more, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Um, There's a wonderful TED talk around that. Um, mm. And it's a Superman or Wonder Woman pose. That you, they suggest yes, go and do that it. in the toilet. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the, um, it also reduces cortisol, That like the stress. So it increases yes. testosterone and reduces cortisol. When cortisol. You're, yeah. you're, you're more relaxed. Um, more so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good yeah. excellent before we take on the next question from Kapil I'll tell you a, a story around the tone as well because you know, you know uh, my father-in-law was here from overseas and uh, as a tradition you know obviously the you know one of one of my neighbor used to cut low you know move the loan and the nature strip was left out so here is my father-in-law asking the neighbor who is going to cut this and the neighbor looks at him and says, "What do you mean, mother?" <laughs> then, then, I, then and then he, he immediately realizes mistake, and he said, "Who's going to cut this?" And he says, "Oh, ma." So you know, it's our turn. Either one, you know, one month you do it, and one month we do it. Okay, mm. all right. Now that itself, <laughs> I, I saw that in action. I said, "Oh, what difference does the?" <laughs> 
does the oh, tone really yeah, make? Yeah. So yeah. we'll probably take it, but we'll get a question from Kapil. Uh, question uh, about how important is it to talk in the local accent to be accepted in the society, not just professionally, but also socially. What are your observations? It's not a probably more scientific question, but what are your observations yeah. on that? Look, I think that initially, I think it does make a little bit of a difference in terms of your first impression of that person. But in the end, if you're a, a friendly person, you're, you want to be, you're sociable, you have interesting things to talk about, you have something in common to talk about with whoever the local people are that you're wanting to be social with, I don't think it matters. Again, so long as you're clear, mm. really. I mean, and if you're mixing with people who can't, who don't want to be with you because you have a little bit of an accent, well, I don't know if it's worth mixing with those. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like there is, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. Uh, Manish is saying good to see you. Well. Sorry, Sorry across you there, Nish. Um, I was just going to suggest that maybe it will be the same on the work front as well. It, you know, if, it, it is. It, I think it's a little bit harder on the work front because there's this yeah. whole team thing that goes on in Australia. Yeah. But I think if you're friendly and you, sm I think smiling a lot to get, to go with your tone story, mm. and and for the customer service on the phone, um, if you're doing an interview on the phone or you're a customer or you have to talk to people on the phone, smile while you talk. Now, I know that sounds really odd, but when you smile, it actually brings your tone up and it makes a difference unconsciously to the reaction of the person on the other end. Mm. Yeah. And the thing at, at work is a bit tricky because I think you have to see what the people on your team are interested in. And if that's not one of your interests, maybe go and learn a little bit about it just so that you begin to feel more comfortable and they, something like that, you know, socially, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Manish is saying good to see you, Esther. Poonam says, I learned a lot from Esther, did a course with her as well. Amit has a question that I have an American accent. Amit, we got to test it out, Mike, because just because you say you have an American accent doesn't, you don't believe that, but we'll probably talk separately on that. Does speaking slowly helps if you got an American accent and, and making other people feel like that you are kind of an Australian? Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Um, I think it might help a little bit just to slow a bit. Yeah, and the Americans actually speak quicker than we do also. Yeah. Um, everybody speaks quicker than we do, except the British, I think. Um, uh, yes, it's slow down slightly because the rhythm is a bit faster. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we're so used to watching American TV and American movies and so, you know, yeah. I'll tell you a reverse story. One of my, uh, in my job network days, uh, we had a, you know, because the the Australian lingos, the slang that is used, I still don't understand the meaning uh, of them, right? Yes. So here is, a, here is a client, I'm talking to him on the phone and he asked me something. I said, I just don't understand. I just don't get you. He said, this is what I want. I said, I still don't get you. He said, put the phone down and he said, I'm coming to see you. I said, oh God. <laughs> Now, oh, this, no. this person, <laughs> this person that I was helping him to find work, you know, has spent time in prison for a while. And I said, oh, right. shit, what did I do? <laughs> he comes up and he says, he says, I want to see your manager. And I said, oh, God, this is my first sack in the, you know, <laughs> and I'm going to get sacked or what? So he calls the manager, manager says, you know, who's this guy? He speaks so funny. I said, what do you mean by funny? So, but he, he kept on asking me the same question over two and three times. And I said, I, sh I want to ask you the question because I just don't get what you are saying. You don't come with subtitles, right? I said. And he just started to laugh. <laughs> I said, you know, because I said, I, I, if, you, if you want me to help you, you got to slow down a little bit. I need to really understand yeah. what you want and speak in clean English. I don't understand any slang what you are asking. It was, you know, yeah, it was, you know, pretty uh, funny. So Tara is saying that I often tell my students to spend a lot of time listening 
uh, with it in their ears actively listening which is pretty good um and uh what's the next question that we have let's see uh english is hard but i think tara is saying english is hard but i think french is harder i don't know tara uh, i'll just go by french actually is quite hard too it yeah. is yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah and uh yes and punam says i think not only customer service but everyone should smile while they are talking to on the phone uh, great advice yeah. yes uh, yeah. and copy yeah. saying no dramas that's right that's pretty australian to say no dramas <laughs> yes, that's right <laughs> well, we have a whole lot of slang yeah it's there are some i don't even understand <laughs> It's funny when I yeah I was going to say when I was doing just speaking back in French when I was doing my HSE I I did French and we had a, a, a you know an oral exam and um I got told I had a great accent for a French peasant <laughs> so that was the accent that I was coming through with, with with all of my studies so that was pretty funny Oh, oh no oh, dear. <laughs> on top of it yeah all right um, another so, trick is um, yeah please go ahead no, I'm, I'm just no yeah, i was no, going to no. say if people are going for an interview and they know that there are technical terms or if they have to explain how they would solve this problem you know how sometimes they say if this happens what would you do type thing and you know the vocabulary you have to use if you don't know how to pronounce it or which word it syllable to stress if it's a long word go and look it up in the cambridge dictionary they've got a loudspeaker thing there you can click on it and hear how to pronounce it uh, oh go to the british one because there isn't an australian one there but um <laughs> you can have british or american but the other thing is once you've figured out how to say that word that you know you need to use in the interview let's say or on the phone for anything um or if you're chairing a meeting or anything that you're presenting at work you know um then write every have five post-it notes write five words that you want to learn put them on your mirror every time you brush your teeth brush your hair whatever you do in front of the mirror say those five words twice every day until mm. you can you really know how to pronounce them and then put another five and that way you actually see that you're moving ahead anyway you know because mm. you've moved five off mm. so just another tip yeah that's fantastic with that you know with the work that you do and and you know people that are using your courses how long does it take for people to see some results if they're they're doing that kind of practice yeah, yeah. if they do practice every day that's they need to do that even 15 to 20 minutes a day is is you know you already see something if you do it with headphones rather than just let it come straight out of the computer or whatever you're listening on um because you're vibrating the auditory nerve directly to the speech and language centers so that makes it the new impression neurological impression stronger oh, wow. um yeah um but um uh, we've had people that that have been practicing 15 20 minutes a day after two weeks they already notice a difference in a particular thing they're practicing in mm. now the other thing i always tell people is if you only change two elements in pronunciation you get your v and your w straight and you say e long e every time or whatever it happens to be you won't be just 3% clearer you'll already be 20% clearer everything is cumulative mm. so i know sometimes it feels like it's daunting you know but just pick one or two things mm. fix them up make them clearer yeah mm. yeah great advice i didn't know that about the earplugs and the stimulation yeah. it's like it's like a cheap cheap trick that you can insert without doing anything <laughs> <laughs> well it's still got to practice but yes yeah. it, it it adds to it i mean yeah. technically these are not really the greatest mm. because oh it's a long story but um, to do with your inner ear and your eardrum and stuff headphones you know the proper headphones are probably better mm. um but we all do this you know yeah 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 absolutely we got we got uh, you know question from amit or comment that on pronunciation that happened to him while he was in sweden that i was saying the word horse carriage 
and for some reason i was not able to pronounce this correctly and they they did not understand it i think <laughs> i think one of one of the thing that i i constantly come across are career and career you know when yes. i was in india you know last three months and people say oh you are a career coach and i said no i'm not a career coach i'm a career coach so that's it career is something that you carry on the top of a truck or something that's called career yes. i'm i'm a yes. <laughs> career but but <laughs> i think those are very very common uh, you know words uh, that you know people um, and and secondly is that yeah. you know i think you are rightly saying that now people in you know in australia we got a you know they're high this is nisha from cmi when i pick up a phone call when i used to call people earlier you know people would rattle off what they're saying i said i said sorry i, I did not understand anything that they say because it's just so so mechanical for yes. them to uh, do that one thing that has helped me is uh, listening to radio a lot has yes. helped me yes. and not fm but the am radio so like yes. talkback abc and all those things helped yes. me a lot yes and you can literally mimic just pick a sentence they've just said and mimic it like literally no don't just say it with you if your mouth isn't moving differently you're not doing anything different than you used to do it you know if you don't feel your mouth feel different or move different then you're not changing anything yeah mm. yeah so um i have another couple of tips if you would like them yeah absolutely yes. fantastic yeah okay um so yes it's tricky because sometimes australians get on and they do use slang and they do speak quickly and in the beginning you have to attune your ear because people from overseas are more used to listening to british shows or american shows or whatever and Aussie is very different yeah um but um what as we as the speaker if you're answering the phone and you have a bit of an accent is I always say that the slowing down moving your mouth all of that is taking care of the listener mm. yeah so if your job is to speak to somebody on the phone even the ones who rattle it off which they shouldn't be doing you know um their job is to take care of the listener so if i'm taking care of you as the listener i have to make sure i'm being clear mm. so that's what just a, just a different way of looking at it you know um and i have another thing here uh, let me see oh yeah i think i want to talk about like you said nice that the, the the tone and the intonation and that's part of the soft skills okay in english because english is based from england and there's all that politeness stuff and also um so thank you and please and all of that is important because often i get emails from people that just say um i need to speak clearly <laughs> that's it that's all i get <laughs> pretty clear <laughs> like, no soft skills there you know um or or i get and they don't or you give them a whole lot of stuff you know you email them you give them tips whatever and they don't even bother to say thank you now the reason i'm pointing that out is not because i'm being precious but because it's an important soft skill if you're going for an interview if you're emailing somebody back in australia that is an important soft skill another important soft skill to understand is tone or intonation just like you said about your father-in-law um in english the intonation gives the intent mm. so if you say to me are you coming to my place tomorrow and i say yes that intent is i definitely want to come i'm coming i'm there mm. but if you say to me you're coming to my place tomorrow and i go yes <laughs> a different different meaning yeah or if um i go yes like oh yeah i have to come i don't really want to come yeah so it's that sort of thing that um to listen out for too and to start to learn to use and phrasing so when comma take a pause don't just keep going <laughs> take a pause because in english we phrase i'm going to the shops 
and I'm going to meet my friend and I'm going to have a coffee. Three different ideas which I paused and I made a pause in between them. That sort of um, um, phrasing is important for being able to be understood clearly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow, that's absolute gold because I think I was um, helping somebody the other day just with a few quick interview tips and the Indian, originally from India, and, and he went, he, it was a long, long, long sentence and I'm thinking, how do I get him to not sound like he's reciting something in the yeah. school? Yeah. Because it wasn't conversational and I just could not, you know, pick up the, the true important facts of what what he's actually saying so i get it got into break it up with break it up with questions say you're asking for i can demonstrate you want this i've got that like just to you know chop it up basically i think that worked because you got the job which is nice yeah good 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 but it was really hard to hard to explain to somebody oh look you've got to be more conversational without going well what does conversational mean yeah it means perhaps breaking up your, like you said, breaking up your ideas into little pauses in the sentence. So, yes. Yeah. And the other thing within a phrase, which is possibly what your our person did, English, in English, you, we stress the main meaning words. So if yeah. I want to say to you, I'm, I had a coffee yesterday at the shops, had coffee yesterday shops. If I got off the boat from somewhere, Mm. and I couldn't speak English and I wanted to get that across, I would use those words because they're, they're the main meaning words. Yeah. The little ones in between are not or emphasized. And when we're presenting, whoops, it's okay. Um, when we're presenting, so if people are concerned about either getting a job or going in an interview or getting a promotion and they have to present to others standing up there and going today we're going to talk about the economic situation that happened to us last year in and in and in I don't know what you're talking about English listeners listen for the emphasized words mm-hmm. for the stressed words if you do not stress words you just everything is all the same it, it's like a wall of sound to English listeners I don't know what you which bit do I need to listen to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Today, we're going to talk about our economic, um, I don't know, project that we had last year. So first, so it's all this pausing and stressing, emphasising, yeah, which is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. It's such a sensational thing. I think, uh, you know, uh, knowing this itself could, could help us, uh, you know, stress the most important elements. Uh, Balin says that uh, in India we speak English in local dialect and not not the way it should be spoken. Yeah, and Alex is saying that the Alex pronoun the English pronunciation of the IT of router is a lot different in Australia as I found <laughs> out through my embarrassment. Yes. Much, right? And Manish, and Manish, Manish is also saying that uh, I always had trouble of pronouncing wages and the wages. So one is the potato wages and the wages oh, oh, as oh, in the okay. vegetable. Yes, yes, yes. Wages, eh? <laughs> And wages long, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Manish, funny, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sangeeta is saying, good example, Caroline, and about being more conversational. You're right. Many people stumble on the how bit, uh, you know, completely. Yeah. I think, look, Esther, you know, we don't have any more question between sensational, you know, uh, you know, picking your, you know, ideas and insights on these things that. Uh, you know, native speakers sometimes, you know, take this, uh, you know, in their stride, it's not as important because you also, like my kids have picked up because they've learned the phonetics, they've learned that I think it's, they are far more English, far more Australian speakers than I am, uh, you know, but I think that's because of they've, they've been born and they've studied here as well. Yeah. Uh, but look, Esther, thank you very much. It's been absolutely sensational for you to have. Here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And it's been a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye. And it's, I was just going to say, Esther, let people know where they can find your courses. It's yes. speakmoreclearly.com sure. or .com.au? Yes. Or? 
No, no, just speakmoreclearly.com. Speakmoreclearly.com. Yeah, all spelt yeah. normally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. All right. Bye for right. now. It's been really great. Thanks. Thank you, Esther. Bye. Uh, KB, do you want to talk about what's coming tomorrow? And before you do uh, that, Nasi, if you can. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying going to, to get out. Nasir. Wait a minute. Oh, Nasir, uh, if you, I think your Nasir, your questions are pertaining to not today's session. What I suggest is, if you want to contact me or Caroline separately, we'll be able to answer some of these questions, which are important. We don't want to ignore the questions at all. But if you want to talk to us separately, uh, we might be able to answer them for you. A quick 10-15 minute call would help you out as well. Um, yes, KB. Oh, I was going to say, I have, yeah, I was looking at Nasser's comments thinking that we should address that, but please do um, send us an email or ping us on LinkedIn and we'll answer that or even bring it up on Friday um, as well. So, um, and yes, I was having a brain snap and I can't remember what we've got on tomorrow. <laughs> so can you tell people? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, tomorrow we are talking about career change uh, and I think COVID is uh you know causing a lot of those dilemmas to people that whether do i continue on the path do i want to continue on the on a different path altogether now we we will not have answers you know every answer but we are we want to unpack that conversation so we have got uh you know alex uh barrett and also rachel mansfield coming in tomorrow uh, they are both experts. Rachel comes from a HR background and Alex comes from a recruitment background. And they are all part of Project Displaced, uh, which is a fantastic initiative by Anthony Cohen. So so we will be talking to them about career change. Uh, you know, So bring your career change questions if you're considering one, if you're thinking about one, or if you've you know, taken on the path, bring all your questions about it and we will you know endeavor to answer them. Uh, mm -hmm. And yes, we will do this tomorrow, 23 hours hours after uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow and we will do this again until that please look after yourself and your family members bye for now thank you everyone for listening to the your career down under show hope you enjoyed today's episode if you want to know more about how your career down under can help you please reach out to us on www.yourcareerdownunder.com.au and if you have got a question about today's episode or if you want us to do a particular show on a particular topic, please reach out to us. We would love to do that. Until next time, be well.